Hello and welcome to this episode of Game On Girl, where we talk about gender and game culture. I'm your host, Regina McMenemy. And I'm your co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. And today we have Game On Girl Shorts, episode 7 for you, for all the tunes we've loved before. And uh, today I'm going to interview Rhonda. So (laughs) (laughs) Rhonda gets put in the hot seat for today's topic. So I'm just going to let you start us off, Rhonda, with uh, why don't you tell us what happened? Well, we have a PlayStation 3. And my husband, we've got a variety of games that we enjoy to play. But my husband was playing Battlefield 3 last week. And it locked up during a save. What typically happens is he can get out of it we it locked the entire playstation up mm-hmm. so i don't understand all the technical aspects of that when that kind of thing happens i usually let him handle it right but what eventually coming came about that the message said okay you have to reformat your playstation uh-oh and those words are never good it doesn't matter no, what you're reformatting no. reformatting is never a good thing and so you sort of just you sort of just stand there waiting in denial about, <laughs> okay, something else is going to come up. Something else has got to happen. Right. But, There's got to be another solution to this but that. Yeah. Right. But there wasn't. Oh. So, basically, I had my FemShep character from Mass Effect that I built in Mass Effect 2 and had played about 50% through to Mass Effect 3 was gone. Completely gone. Oh. And... I, we, we, this has happened twice before on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. and we've lost our games. We've lost our saves and achievements and stuff like that on things like Borderlands and Red Dead. And, but I, I've never lost something at, that close to an RPG character. Right. Someone that I designed, um, designed her attitude, designed her persona. I, I chose all of her decisions. Right. And my reaction to it surprised me and confused me for, for probably about 36 hours. I just was shocked at how depressed I was. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't say anything about it because I was like, okay, now this is just ridiculous. Right. This is a game, and it, this is entertainment. Why am I feeling depressed and, and lost? Right. And after John got everything back up and going, and he reloaded his game on, he said, well, um, I kind of thought maybe you'd want to play and redo your character. And I was like, well, you can't redo <laughs> character. I mean... Exactly. That- and not only that, I just had these weird feelings like, you know, this it's too soon. I don't even want to talk to that PlayStation right now. <laughs> you don't, don't even want to hold, hold the, controller. the controller, right. You don't yeah. want the tactile sensation of, of connecting to the controller. Then he said, well, do you mind if I play? And I was like, no, no, go ahead. And then I sat down and I was, I was hurt. I'm right. like, how can he possibly sit down and play on that machine? Just and, my character. Yeah, my, I said my character's gone, mm-hmm. and it was just, all these reactions. I was like, "Okay, Rhonda, th- you are really being sensitive here." And I just kept thinking about it, and I was, I was like, "Man, I feel like I've got to express myself in some way." Mm-hmm. And a lot of uh, a lot of times, my comfort reaction is actually to shop. <laughs> 
Um, luckily for John, I'm I'm very much a, a penny pincher a and a cheapskate. Yeah. Oh, I I I, I can I, I have the same the, the serotonin that comes from shopping, especially I think if you are a bargain shopper. And, mm-hmm. and you're looking because you're out there looking for a deal because you're mastering, right? Talk about mastering, yeah. right? You're mastering the shopping experience when you can go out and you can find deals. I think there's there are a few things that are more um, physically uplifting to your brain <laughs> sometimes <Yeah. laughs> than shopping. So I'm right with you. <laughs> yeah. So the next day, um, I usually get up before he does and I just kind of spent, spent my morning alone. I actually painted my nails blue. Because I was like, I, I don't know, I, I was kind of struggling with expressing myself, right, right, and without talking about it and feeling like you know just a real dork. And we were going to go have coffee, and he was talking about the achievements, and it was like, oh, I just found this new great stuff in the game last night, and I'm like, you know, this is so raw for me right, right now. Yeah. And what's interesting is that I mean. John doesn't have an insensitive bone in his body. And so I'm sitting there going, okay, what's, what's wrong with you? you? You are either hung up on this or you're not letting it go. And so we went to the, we went to the Barnes & Noble. We had our coffee. And I was like, you know, I'm going to walk around here and find something stupid to buy. Make me feel better. So I just told him. I said, you know, I said, I, I hate to, I'm just warning you that I'm in the mood to shop. Uh, I said, you know, I'm kind of depressed about losing the character and he goes well I can understand that I was like really (laughs) and then we had this wonderful conversation about it and and he had just a great analogy and he and I was like you know I feel justified because you know if you talk to a famous author Mm -hmm. and they've written a book and they decide to kill off a character I I heard that's what um happened to JK Rowland when she killed off um Sirius Mm. Mm-hmm. And that she walked into the living room and she said, well, the deed is done. Right. And I was like, you know, people hear that with authors. I mean, they made movies about it. Right, sure. And I was like, that's a creative process. That's, that's exactly the same thing I went through mm-hmm. with, with creating my character, Smokey. Yep. And I was like, you know, just because I'm an amateur doesn't mean my creative process was any less investing than someone who just Not happens to get paid for it. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, ca- who's capitalized on it. That That's, you know, just, yeah. just, just because other people attach to the character that J.K. Rowling has, you know, dispensed mm-hmm. with doesn't mean that that makes it more valuable. It's just, there's just more exposure to that story than there is for yours. Yeah. Which, which might actually make your experience of losing your femship m- more personal because, because she was yours. Yeah, there was. I, I had no ideals of distri- mm-hmm. distri- distributing her mm-hmm. or publicizing her right. or sharing her. Right. And in that in that sense, I didn't have to really do any editing in the creation process. I right. mean, you know, it's like, well, I don't I don't want to b- give her this name because you know, once the book is published, then mom will know that's about aunt so and so or whatever. Right. <laughs> right. You, you, you don't have to do any any editing right. whatsoever, so you can just put all these nuances into it. Right. Um, the analogy John used was just as good. He's like, well, what if you were to to build a, an entirely unique giant Lego 
thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like every single one of those little bricks and hinges and everything you put in there, you make a decision about how it goes, which way it's going to go. And then somebody walks into the room and kicks it down. Knocks it over, right. And they look at it and they say, well, you can rebuild it. Right. Well, they say that because they don't have the time investment. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. They're not looking at it. They're looking at it as if it was, you know. So anyway, it just it really it really surprised me, but I I I felt really justified about it, and I figured you know I'm, I probably would have reacted the exact same way that I expected others to react mm-hmm. before I had this experience. Right. So if someone else had told me about losing their character and that they were depressed over it and stuff, I probably would have mocked it, <laughs> uh, not totally understanding, not being the sensation a role player right. at heart, right. you know, at the right. core. Not having that sense of the, or maybe not before, because you certainly have now that sense of creation mm-hmm. and the sense of ownership. That yes. I, I think is, is, you know, we're going to go back to our, um, our player types. That's, that's a nice tie between self and role playing because, you know, you, you were thinking of, you know, her as another character, but you are creating her, so your you know your process sort of all tied into that. Yeah, and it was my experience. Mm-hmm. So what what I lost was an adventure that I got to create and live. Right, and that that's that it's completely unique. It's yep. utterly and completely unique. And the idea of it going back in there and doing it again with that character right. is to me in my mind impossible. So do you think I, I do you think you'll go back and play again? Do you think you'll go back to, to finish? Do you think you'll go back to, to Mass Effect two or will you start with Mass Effect three just because you only got what about fifty percent through the game? Yeah, I think that uh, I've gone back and forth at, mm-hmm. and I think it's still because I'm flushing out the mm-hmm. The The emotional emotional reaction. reaction. Yeah. Because originally it was like, well, I'm never playing that game again. (laughs) Yeah, that's what's what's that would be my reaction. (laughs) I can't go back to that again. Yeah. Yeah. Because the point was to play Smokey through the story. That was Mm -hmm. the game. Right, right, right. It wasn't it wasn't the game. You're you're not worried about the mastery of finishing the game. Well, I, I, that's the only, actually, that's the other side of the coin because that's the only reason now I'm considering going back. Right. Because I still do not know the end of Mass Effect 3. <laughs> and it's been so controversial. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go out there and read about it. I've been avoiding all the news and avoiding all the arguments the so that yeah. I could experience it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, I'm not playing it again. I'm not going through all that again. I'm just going to go out there and read. Mm-hmm. Well, now what I'm thinking is that maybe what I'll do is I'll just create a, not a self-character. Right. I will create a character probably to play strictly mastery. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, because I, I don't think I could connect with mm-hmm. a, another role-playing character. Right. Um, or, you, and, you know, you might, I, I don't know, and I, this might be a projection on my part, but you might be, not want to make yourself vulnerable in terms of putting yourself and your emotion and your creativity into it the same way again. Oh, absolutely Open not. Open yourself to loss, the same loss. Yeah. And I, I know that from my own personality mm-hmm. that I will not do that twice. Yeah. yeah. I just, I won't. And so I'll, I'm probably going to go out there and create a character that's completely different, who's got one of those 
really horrid buns that uh, for their hair that sh- they've gotten a list on the Mass Effect thing. Those, those things are so ugly. <laughs> and make it some stupid color and then just make her sort of just a maybe make her just a pansy or a, a, a bleeding heart. That's what I was thinking of. You know, she's yeah. just all sappy and she's everything. Be but a just chick. Yeah, just yeah, and just get her through the game so I could get to the end, right? You know, and just do a whole mastery thing. Mm-hmm. So that's the only way I think I could approach the game right now. Yeah, interesting. So, do you think so? In those those choices will be different from the choices you made before that had tinges yeah. of the self choice, where you had a redhead and where you were very conscious oh, yeah. about, as we talked about in the Avatar episode, the last short that we did, short six, when we talked about our avatars, and you talked about FemShap. Yeah, um, the choices that you made that tied who she was to who you are. You're going to avoid yes. all of that process this time. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to just you know I I it might be even interesting just to go in there and just use a default character. It, but the only thing is, I think there's there's so much so much self player mm-hmm. and role player in me right. that I was thinking, well, you know, I ought to go in there and just play the guy. Right. I don't think I could do that. That was going to be my question for you, would be if you would try Cyber Drag, if that would be something that you would step back from and be like, well, if this isn't going to be me, let's take it to the absolute extreme of not being me. That's that's what I ended up doing with my Brink character and one of the reasons why I never really attached to that game. You know, it might actually be more enjoyable if I did that because I think if I just recreated another female character I I think I would you're going to see the shadow it, of your former yeah, character Yeah I think I'll, yeah. I'll play her sort of with a a sense of 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 bitterness and cavalierness mm-hmm. and and not take her very seriously right. and I think maybe a a male ship might be the way to go right. then uh, that i see now i'm even feeling that emotionally i'm feeling yeah i could play him masterly right that right. That, that, that that would be that's probably what i'll do yeah because yeah, i can put it a, a, you know completely outside of yourself yeah a little because if, if i do a another woman i think i'll just be i'll be too cynical mm-hmm and it's going to, you know, we're talking about loss. I mean, if it is a loss, you're going to continue to feel the loss of it, I think. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to look at her and you'd be like, well, you're not, you're not, yeah. you're not my femme chef. <laughs> yeah, and if I, play, if I play him, then I'll be able just to play the game. Right. And then I might actually enjoy it. That's right. interesting. Yeah. But the, 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 the emotional reaction I'm having to that idea of sitting here thinking about playing the guy, I was like, yeah, I could. I could really kick some ass that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right. That feels good. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It was just a new experience for me. Yeah. And I I was surprised that I got, you know, positive support from the people around me. And mm-hmm. usually my my meter uh, with John is, is really, really good, mm-hmm. especially when I'm in a place where I don't feel like I'm thinking, thinking well. And he right. was like, well, of course you feel bad. And I was right. like... Okay, you know, I, it, to me, it was it's a it's a wonderful creative medium. Mm-hmm. Um, doing so many things that normally you can't do. Right. I mean, I can't develop computer games or the graphics. Um, I'd love to. I mean, I do some art and stuff like that. But and 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 we've talked before too. I can't go out and have this kind of adventure. Right. Right. So to actually take a shortcut you might say 
versus writing a sci-fi novel or drawing a sci-fi cartoon, I am able to do this creativity mm-hmm. in a shortcut way through an RPG game. And so, yeah, it was it was the same thing. Yeah. It's a creative process is is very personal, very spiritual. Yeah, yeah, and um, and very grounded in 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 your own experience. And I I think we're we're talking about this a little bit, but um, that's one of the things that makes gaming, video gaming, maybe in particular, different from any other medium, because. You you might you might attach to you know and I, when we were talking about this I brought up Joss Whedon and um, <laughs> how much oh, I love, yeah how much I love him and how he's always killing off people that we love yes and <laughs> but but that's part of what we love about him I think at least that's part of what gives me the depth of experience of um, mm-hmm. of his of his shows and of his movies that sense of you know these people are really in peril <laughs> yes. But, you know, I'll be watching other shows and I'll be like, well, I don't need to worry about so-and-so because this isn't a Joss show, so no- nobody's going to die. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. you know, it, it creates a depth of experience. And I'm I'm wondering, because I haven't had this experience myself, and I'm, I, I've been pl- toying with the idea of playing a hardcore character in Diablo 3 and, and taking the risk for the first time of actually losing a character. Oh. Because I haven't, I haven't lost a character. Like even, even when I think about my World of Warcraft character Sunny B that I'm not, I'm not actively playing right now because I've suspended my account. I know she's still there. I can still go back and play her if I want to. Yeah, I could still get back to that character if I wanted to. So I don't have to mourn the loss of sort of leaving her. I've just sort of shelved her at this point. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think about that experience of what, what it would really be like. And I've, I've talked to other people and other gamers and other people who play Diablo, Diablo three in particular, who have lost, you know, characters and who have had it like turn their stomachs from the game where they're like, you know, I lost this level 53 character and I have to take a break for a while <laughs> yeah, because that emotional attachment is, is, is so, so ready and so there. And I get attached to my, you know, when I'm reading a book or I'm reading a series of books and I attach and I feel I have a very personal attachment to the characters. Um, there was an, an author, I can't remember who it was. I'll look it up and try to put it up on the website with this post who said when she came close to finishing a book, she had to sleep with it in the room with her because mm. she knew that she was going to be letting go of those characters at some point. Yeah, and Ed, the book was going to end, and that she needed to have them sort of near her. So, so I don't, I don't think this experience of attaching to to our um, our characters um, that we watch, that we play, is is new or different necessarily. No. It's just you know, it's sort of part of our our experience. Well, and I remember when we. Um we bought the entire set of the Firefly episode, mm-hmm. the box set. Yeah. We looked to some friends of ours who had never heard of it. And they got, you know, two or three episodes in it. And they're like, we're, we're already intensely sad. Right. Knowing that this is it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was my experience because I had only seen it after it had been out on DVD. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I remember getting about halfway through it and being like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get any more. This is, I already yeah. know the end is here. Exactly. You know, and then there's the episode where they have the um, war comrade who shows up. And uh, that yeah. was the episode that they actually found out that the show was canceled when they were filming it. And when they're walking him out of the, out of the ship and he's, you know, they're carrying the casket. I'm like, oh, there goes the show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so sad. But 
but yes, we do. We do have those depth of experience, and I don't think, I don't think any of it should be, you know, dismissed or or one form of medium media to be privileged over any others. Yeah, I don't. I don't know particularly why that gaming gaming gets the shaft on that. Mm-hmm. That it's, it doesn't have as much street cred well, as I, I, I think else. it's young. I think that's one one issue. I think it's that's young, true. You know, and and novels. People thought novels were going to be. Um, I mean, that's where they called novel because they were so novel, right? Yeah. <laughs> people thought novels weren't going to last. People thought short stories weren't going to last. You know, every yeah. time a new genre comes forward that challenges and pushes and and moves us in different directions, it's always like, oh, it's just a flash in the pan. Oh, it's just going to go away. Oh, it's not really art. And then, yeah. you know, and then it grows and matures. And hopefully we'll, we'll see the game industry, mm-hmm. you know, work toward the, the growth and maturity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we're still struggling with. And it is still, you know, young. It still is young in terms of its, you know, stance and where it's coming from. Yeah. And I don't want to, um, I don't want to shortchange the mastery players because yeah. it's just as... It's just as impactful to them because mm-hmm. I was talking to someone else this weekend about losing a character, and when they started identifying with me, the first thing they started talking about is losing their achievements, their mm-hmm. trophies, right. all their gear, yeah. Yeah. which that I that, that didn't matter to me. Right, right. Um, it well, was, it was the whole her. package. Yeah, it was the whole package. It was everything that she had been for you. But, I mean, if you think about some of the mastery yeah. players that we've talked about in the past, if you told them you were going to lose all of the trophies, all of the DPS, right. all of the everything you've everything accumulated. You've built, everything you've built up to this point, yeah. That it would devastate them. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it, it's a mournful process for everybody in, in different ways, no matter what tweaks your personality what you know you get your juices flowing right. over whether it's mastery your role or self right. um you experience that loss yeah exactly exactly it's still it's and it's still profound i think that's the the thing that at least from some of the stuff that's coming out of you know the discussions that we were having and that people have been having you know there's been lots of discussions online um about gender and e3 and booth babes and all kinds of mm-hmm. and female images in the game and a part of what's coming out of that, I think, is is a, you know more awareness of of what what we can do and 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 what might what kinds of changes might need to come. So, and and a lot of yeah. people don't don't take seriously, and a lot of people I think in the game industry don't recognize exactly how you know exactly this kind of attachment <laughs> that that yeah. That it is that, a I deeper, find that very strange yeah. that they don't. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's something that I, I I'm glad that you you segue to because I think it's something we're going to probably do a show mm-hmm. to continue this conversation actually and do a um, kind of a dual part on it because I've got I've got a ton of gripes to to <laughs> send out towards Sony's way in regards yeah. to the situation and um, I believe that there's plenty of people out there who've got some gripes about tweaks that are being made to Diablo 3 mm-hmm. um, I know John is has been really upset with what uh, the EA has been doing to some of the games. Mm-hmm. And I, to me, the way this has been done, whether it's the development of the hardware or the software, it makes these guys seem like they're out of touch with their own demographic. Yeah. 
Well, well, I, that was that was evidenced perfectly with uh, some of the Lara Croft stuff. One of the developers um, talked to I can't remember. I read some of the articles. I can't remember which. I think it was Kwatu. Um, I can't even know if I'm saying that right. Uh, one of the uh, journalists there, one of the developers said, oh, well, people don't identify with Lara Croft. They don't think they're becoming her. They, they, oh, yeah. They I remember see, that. Yeah, yeah. They, they think they're taking her along on the journey and they want to protect her. And I'm like, you don't understand anything yeah. <laughs> about anybody because I can tell you from, you know, loads of research and talking to gamers about this exact issue that you couldn't be farther from the truth on that. Right. That everybody, if it's mastery that they're identifying with their trophy if it's role play that they identify with their characters or self that they identify with who they become when they go in the game, everybody everybody attaches to the character personally. And no, nobody's walking around going, oh, look at who I get to take care of on the screen. That's the whole reason why gaming is transcendent and is yeah. a transcendent media because you do put yourself in the place there. Yeah, so. I don't even I don't even want to get started on the, <laughs> the rant about how I, I, I just don't see the how it is that they're, they're they seem to be so clueless about some of these changes and the different things they're doing. So I actually I'm looking forward to us yeah. doing an episode yeah. on that. So, so. We'll, we'll develop that, and we ha- well, we have some ideas for people who are gonna think about having on the show for that who might be listening at this time. So if you have comments or questions, if you'd like to share a story of your loss for all the tunes we've loved before. Uh, we'd love to hear what you guys have to say about this. I'm sure that Rhonda's not alone in her experience. I'm hoping to add my own experience. Although it seems kind of bad that I'm saying that right now, doesn't it? I'm no. hoping that yeah. at some point I can lose a character too so I can <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> see don't. what this experience is like. I can say that, you know, I, I, I have lost uh, things I've written. <laughs> that's, this is true. And that's, that's very similar. That has had a very devastating effect on, on my outlook. So, And it is difficult to go back and start writing again when you have lost, you know, mm-hmm. chunks of progress on something like that. So, so I think I think it's it's very similar theme. But if you've lost a character, or if you'd like to talk about this issue, please let us know. Um, you can email me at Regina at GameOnGirl.com. You can send us a tweet at Game underscore On underscore Girl, or you can hit me up on my personal Twitter at DocLiz with two Z's. And this is Rhonda Oglesby at GameOnGirl.com. And you can reach me on Twitter at RoRoom. That's R-H-O, R-H-O-O-M. Or you can read my tech blog over at DroolOnTheFrog.com. So check it out and let us know what you think. Oh, make comments on the on the website if you'd like to. Um, any emails or correspondence will we'll work into either our next episode on this topic or... Um feedback for one of the the full episodes thanks for listening uh this podcast is recorded with audacity the theme song by triple fox good day is used under creative commons attribution license and until next time be very careful with your tunes and your characters because we know we care a lot about them and game on